Hey, Juventini, welcome to the All UbiCast. Uh, this is season four, episode three, and uh, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna tackle what the hell just happened there. Uh, Napoli versus uh, Juventus. Uh, Napoli uh, beating us two uh, one there, and uh, we've got a panel here together. We've got uh, Luca, we've got uh, Daniel, we've got Omar, and we've got Alex making his debut on the podcast. And uh, I wish it was under better circumstances, my friend, but I believe you have a beverage in front of you, so you're well yep, prepared yep. to tackle this. I need it for that. sure. Um, man, okay. Let's uh, let's kick it off out of the gate with this one. We'll get to uh, lineups. We knew Juve was going to be thin. We talked about it to great lengths uh, all week leading up to this thing, knowing the South Americans weren't going to be available and whatnot. And uh, we get our starting lineup, and uh, it's pretty much uh, as predicted in the 4-3-3 setup, which we could have seen happening as a 4-4-2, which is what we ended up seeing. So they didn't. They scrapped away with uh, the 3-5-2 setup, went 4-3-3 or 4-4-2. Is how it shaped up, but. Ishilio Pellegrini, Chiellini and Bonucci, Chesney, of course, in goal. In the middle, uh, Locatelli, Rabio, and uh, McKenney. And then uh, you had Kulishevsky and uh, Morata up top. Bernardeschi in the middle as well. Guys, the lineup uh, for me, I preferred, honestly, going a four-back system. Um, I just think we're a little thin to be going uh, with the three center backs, whatnot. And also I thought Bernardeschi would help us in terms of uh, the game. I don't know if I would have uh, been happy to see the wing backs as Pellegrini and uh, DeShilio. Just thought it was lacking a bit of bite to it. But, um, yeah, we'll go around on thoughts on that uh, starting lineup. Uh, any issues? And where did we all stand? We knew Omar and myself's predictions going into this one, but Luca. Daniel and uh, Alex, where did you guys stand? Did you feel a draw? Like, what did you actually think was going to happen and how you felt about the lineups? Uh, why don't we kick it off with our uh, first-timer here, Alex? Yeah, sure. Uh, I was surprised about the last li lineup we saw where Bernard wasn't involved, which was kind of strange, but he ended up playing. But it's probably the best one we could have come up with. So... Yeah. yeah, so you didn't mind uh, the lineup at all, and you liked uh, no, honestly no. having Berna yeah. in there. It's fine. Yeah, and uh, I, I honestly, I called a draw at the start. I, th I felt we were just going to maybe grind out a draw and get there. Uh, Lucci, what did you think uh, with the lineup, and how did you feel going into it? Yeah, the lineup wasn't really too, um, you know, out of what we expected, you know, with our limited options off the bench and who we had. Um, I was hoping for a, at least a draw. Um, you know, we needed to take out some points, you know, one, one point in, in the first three matches is definitely not how any of us expected this to start, but, um, you know, we're here now, uh, wasn't really much we could do with the starting 11. The one, the one surprise I did have when me and Lucas, uh, discussed this earlier was the lit starting on the bench, but, you know, he hasn't been up to his best, uh, you know, recently anyways, I can't, can't disagree with, with Luca on that. So Luca. <clears throat> honestly um we knew sorry about that there's stuff going on in my exterior of my house we knew going into um into this game that it was not going to be a cakewalk right uh as you said all, all those guys missing from the internationals um and we had a lot of guys that were probably getting their first start uh under max and under this new let's say regime or in this new transition phase that we're uh, now building upon um so i didn't really have you know great anticipation like I, I my expectations were low i'm gonna be very honest and i think that was evident when i came into the chat on halftime super you know like happy and everyone was just like disagreeing with what i was saying um but i mean look we he put out the players that you know we expect we somewhat expected to be put out uh, there wasn't any really surprises there, and it was pretty good to start. Yeah, and uh, that's really, really it here. I mean, uh, it started right out of the gate. Uh, we're going to quickly skim through, like, essentially the match and just quick, quick recap. Napoli came out really hard, actually. Politano had a good header about 30 seconds in, uh, just over the top. They started followed it up by a couple corner kicks after Chiellini had to break up a fast break. 
So uh, Napoli came out really hard. And then slowly, Juventus was actually doing all right and started controlling, especially through Locatelli. Uh, and Locatelli was really, really solid through the first half. Uh, he was showing me a lot that we had been missing, which was composure on the ball. And when he had the easy pass to the flank, he still didn't just take it, which pretty much all of our other guys would have done. He was still looking beyond, and he was breaking the lines uh, uh, multiple times. So it was actually good. Alvarito pounces on a sloppy play from Manolas 10 minutes in. Juve goes 1-0 up. Um, we continue the rest of the half actually playing decent, just shutting them down, not really giving them a sniff of anything, and then trying to come back at them. And uh, Kulishevsky and Morata actually, in my opinion, did quite well with such little to work with yeah. Uh, overall, so I actually like thought they did quite well for a huge lack of support, as we were obviously just happy to sit back and defend. So uh, it has to be said that they they actually did a lot of good work, and uh, yeah, it, it's it's tough. I've been a part of those games, and it it, it sucks when you know that you're just going to be left out to try, and it's pretty much going to be you against all the defenders and whatnot. But they did well, and they worked a few opportunities out there. Forty second minute. Kulishevsky is like so close to slipping that through Ospina and he just got the back leg to it. If that goes in and it's 2-0 again, we could be having different discussions and whatnot. But still, uh, 45th minute, Kulabali actually takes a, a, a shot uh, from just the top of the area. And honestly, I'm fine with that. If it's going to be Kulabali, the one taking shots, let him take them all day. Um, so I was fine with how we finished the first half. But... It has to be said, second half, little too much surrendered. And the possession started to drop off like drastically. And you could see the fatigue setting in because when you play that way, it's it's just draining. It's hard. It's so much harder for you to play without the ball than with it. And our possession started to suffer. And what I started to see was guys starting to make bad decisions like just or no decision at all. McKinney and Rabio in particular, and even at the end of the first half, the only guy I needed more out of was McKinney at the end of the first half. Bernardeschi got him in going a couple times, and honestly, in the second half, again, McKinney just not much there. Rabio and McKinney were not making decisions. If it wasn't Locatelli, which Napoli did a better job of honing in on, we struggled, man. Uh, 50, uh, 70th minute, Ozeman on a fast break, ends up getting blocked by Benucci. Napoli's putting uh, the pressure on. Sorry, we missed a goal. 57 minute, Bernardeschi, I think, tired, tries to take two guys on on the byline. That doesn't even happen if he doesn't try to do that and just do the smart play. Hear it. But Chesney, guys, gotta be better. Gotta be better. If you're going to catch it, catch it. But if you can't catch it, just get it away, punch it away to the side. Like, I, I'm sorry, I can't, I can't defend him on that one. I can't. Chesney's got to do better. Luca, you want to chime in here? I can tell. Yeah, you. yeah. Look, I'm not, I'm not saying he couldn't do better. I think we all agree, and everyone saw it clearly. Um, <laughs> for me, it, it boils down to you know that shot shouldn't have even happened in the first place. Uh, like two of our guys on the wing should not have been able to allow to just like literally allow Fabian, Fabian Ruiz to just walk through them and feed the ball to Insigne, you know, that was super, super critical to them getting that shot away. And yeah, okay, sure. He made the mistake, but again, it's, 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 it's mistakes from other players leading up to that mistake. So I'm not going to put the blame completely on him. I'm not putting it completely on him because I, yeah, I stated Bernadeschi's got to do better there and just, play it safe uh there's no need to take two guys on there one nil match on the sideline like really but regardless it happened Chesney's got to bail us out there and that's not a super difficult one to bail us out on like it just really isn't man it just really really isn't but again I agree in terms of it shouldn't have gotten to that point um but nonetheless they score, 57th minute. We instantly get a change, delict in for Pellegrini. Three centre-back system, probably trying to shift play a bit more and at least allow us to kind of push back a bit, but really to no avail, really. Um, and then we get that fast break also, and then uh, Ramsey comes on for McKinney, 
72nd, 73rd minute. Um, nothing really. Again, Napoli keeps coming at us. 75th minute punched out by Tech right to Fabio Nariz who drills one, but luckily high. 82nd minute, Keane comes in for Morata. And I said Keane's going to score when he comes in this match. And that is not what I had in mind, everybody. Because 85th minute, I honestly can't even explain it, but he heads it back towards our goal. He actually misses it and hits his shoulder and still goes back. But he was aiming to head it back to our goal. And I'm thinking, my God, man. Like, you realize, Chesney, what he did on the first goal, and you're going to try to attempt to head that back to him? Or he flat out thought he was in the offensive zone all of a sudden and thought he was going to score. I don't know what he was thinking. But Koulibaly puts it home, and you know it's over at that point. Boys, break down the game for me. Your thoughts. Let's go. Well, I'll go. Yeah, I'll go first. Uh, I think what we saw today was the the two faces that that we've seen from Juve for most of the last two seasons. You know, there are moments where they can be hardworking and the first half they they were aggressive their elbows were flying everywhere everyone was being tackled down if they got past their men and that's the kind of commitment you'd like to see and we've seen it a lot in the past from allegri in games where the other team had the upper hand you know how to manage it and take his chances and we did and then halftime came and everything was completely Everything we hate to see about Juve, Bernardeschi just running outside of the pitch with the ball happens every so often, and Rabio losing easy passes all the time, failed failed clearances, you no know, mistakes, the stuff we use, we got used to see, unfortunately. Uh, but that's our Juve in the last two seasons, apparently. It will get better, I'm sure it will, but that's what I saw, basically. Yeah. Um, we got, uh, Eric's, you cannot convince him. Otherwise Dean was trying to score a header in his own goal. <laughs> Guys, Anthony's bringing up a question. Should tech have been to that ball first on that quarter? No, 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 no. but I, I, I think, think Rabio blocked uh, yeah. his view. Rabiot yeah. That's exactly high, and it kind of hit Kane. He didn't even try to hit it. I didn't but think. See- like his head, like that. I was trying to watch the replay and understand because you know when it's an own goal like that sort sometimes, or it's like you know it's it's almost an error like that. You're trying to think maybe you know it's his forehead's wet, whatever it slipped. But in this case, you see Rabiot completely misses the header, goes over him, and then Keen is not trying to go one direction out towards the, you know the outfield. No, he's going towards Tech. So something was up. Like I don't understand that one. Yeah. Probably, a, well, first of all, he wasn't expecting it. He probably thought yeah. Rabiot was – he reacted late, right? But yeah, right, okay. To go on to Anthony's question, shouldn't Tech be commanding his area, especially off a corner? Should he not be vocal? And, you know, I didn't see him say anything. I could be wrong. Maybe he did. Maybe I didn't hear it. Maybe I didn't notice, whatever. But to me, it looks like he's just – he's sitting practically in his net waiting for it to get cleared or to, to come at him. Is that is that really what we want in our keeper? Buffon was the complete opposite. He'd run through a hoop to try to catch it or do something. It's, it's a tough one, man. I don't know, but yeah. it's hard to, for Keane because I agree. Like He's trying to make a decision last second. Yeah. A god-awful one, be it. But um, it's it's tough in that spot because he's reacting so, so late. But um, Alex, does Tech need to grab that ball? I don't know. I think uh, the ship has sailed on Tech. Like, Last season, probably, whatever we say about it. Yeah. There's... Especially after Alexis' words after the match. That he's been he's con- such He's been such a, like, and I, I knew this was going to happen this season. As soon as, you just saw the way last season went. And... It's been happening for a while, so it's not, uh, not the yeah. last couple of games. Yeah. Last season was a down season for Chesney. Buffon bailed us out and he was arguably the guy and everybody was calling for him to be the one so this summer after the donnarumma thing you just knew the microscope was gonna be (coughs) boom honed in on chesney and every single play this season it's just gonna be it's gonna they're gonna just be all over him and you still hear all the discussions about donnarumma 
and Juventus having the opportunity to get him and whatnot. Cherubini, at least in this interview yesterday that was released, you could hear him say, look, um, it would have been a great opportunity, but they couldn't have made it happen because they would have had to move some of those other guys, regardless of the Ronaldo scenario. Honestly, move him home. Worked, right? Just keep him home. I, w- I would have loved to add Donnarumma, but it, it is what it is. But Chesney, time's running out. Time's running oh. out. And I think I've had this discussion with a lot of Juventini. Do you make that switch in order to hope that a shock, like finally, hey, Mattia Perin, you go in next match? Uh, because Allegri has already came out after this match saying, we're going with Chesney. Uh, Mamo, and you'll probably see Chesney Shocking. against Milan as well. How do you guys feel about that? Chesney still being uh, the guy. Does he need the shock and the competition and put Padin in? Yeah, I 100%. say yes, hundred percent. I don't, I don't understand why. Why would we want Tech to play today? We saw how he played. Whatever, he wasn't great. You probably cost us, you know, the game. But why? Why would you not give Perin a chance against? You know, a couple of days later in midweek against uh, Malmo, it would. Why would you want Tech to play back to back after the way he's playing? It doesn't make sense to me. But yeah, it's honestly, for me, it, it just we're not talking about a, a short slump. Yeah, we just talked about an entire season of subpar play, and now that Donnarumma thing might have been the one that makes him extra fragile now. Yeah, but I don't know. There's too much pressure on Luca. Luca, spin it out, man. No, I'm just laughing at Anthony in the comments. That's <laughs> all I'm laughing so at. So are you, would you start pitting, Luca? On Tuesday? Yeah. Uh, oh, it's not even a question, Luca. Come on. No, no, guys. You know what? I, I don't know. I, I, oh, we've discussed my God. It. Just go. You, look, the whole point of this conversation is for us not to always agree on, on topics. And if you're going to overreact like that, Daniel... We're going to need to calm you down a bit, okay? What, what is your reason for starting him again? Because the last time we saw Perin, like, professionally play, he was not, you know, okay, with general, you could make that argument he was decent, but it's because he had so many shots going to him that, like, his, his numbers were good. But with Juventus, last time he played with us, he was woeful. Like, the word is woeful. He was terrible. No one liked him. There's a reason he didn't last with our team. So, I mean, sure, we, at this point give him a goal but i don't think champions league is the place to do it it's malmo uh, yeah I I was... alex would you start pitting the next match yeah of course no question quick one for him now absolutely Eric? i don't know i don't think uh, there's yeah. any arguments for tech to continue to start it's yeah. ridiculous eric it's every game eric brings up a good point here about feeling like the moment almost has passed because yep now, given the fact that Tech's going to take this one on the chin for that first goal again, and now it's mounted even more, it becomes even more delicate where it turned it from potentially a competition at positions. Now it's almost like you're really putting the guy through the mud. Omar, what do you think about Eric's comment, and who would you start Tuesday against Mama? <laughs> Eric is basically right. I can agree with that. Um, might have missed the train. Now it's a very delicate situation. I'd start, if, if that's the case, I'd start Pinsolio, I'd start Franco Israel. Doesn't matter if, uh, if you're going to, you know, just play cheap on the goalkeeper area, then fuck it. But, I'm- but I, I gotta say, I haven't been impressed with Perrin like. Never. I haven't seen anything special from him. He's an ordinary keeper as far as I'm concerned from what I've seen from him. He always had blunders and he always had mistakes. And, you know, Chesney is the scapegoat now for this. But might have yeah, been Perrin. We might have had a good the, game. Yeah, Sorry. Alex? That's fine that uh, Perrin is not the best goalkeeper around. But at some point, you need to give take a break to reset mentally at least. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that, back that's my... Confidence. That's my second it's point. It's clearly like, not working starting him every game. Well, yeah, like, uh, I, I agree with uh, giving him confidence and showing belief in him. It should happen sometimes, but a player of his caliber should know that he's going to be punished if he performs badly. He has no. And he that. isn't. Yeah, well, he isn't. Is that he isn't. Yeah. Just, 
to add on to that, so if Perrine, let's say we, we do eventually put him in and he plays well, would that maybe not motivate Tech to step up his game? Or even yeah. still, if it doesn't, at least you have a goalie performing up to the, the standards of Juventus, you know, to make a crucial save when it's needed. That's I hope it will. Is the point. I hope it will. I was going like to million. I was you know gonna say, if, if we're going to say Perrine is just, you know, an average goalkeeper or whatnot, that should be even more motivation for Chesney to come out and say, okay, like this guy's starting over me now. I really need to get my act together because I'm miles ahead of this guy. I need to show it because honestly, like, I don't mm. think it should matter how Perrine does, but it should have a positive effect on Chesney. And if it doesn't, then we've got our answer on Wojciech Chesney as to where he is right now. I'm sorry. I, I'm just tired of all this. Uh, we have to do this to uh, take care of the player's will and make him want to be motivated. This guy is doing what he loves for millions. This should be a given. He should yep. always be motivated to play for you. But if it's not good enough, then you can fucking leave. Like, we don't need reasons to motivate our goalkeeper. But it's not about the reasons. It's the fact that you've watched a performance regress heavily. Yeah. Heavily okay, from so, when he first came in. So he's not last good enough. Year, make him pay for it. He's outplayed by a 42-year-old Buffon. Buffon's the GOAT, and I expected that. But still, the fight back and the pushback from Chesney wasn't there. Wasn't I, there. And in I all the key games, Pirlo went mm -hmm. with Buffon. That yes. says a lot to me. Not just a rookie manager favoring his buddy. It's honestly, everybody could see it. The team was different with Buffon. Mm -hmm. Now I, I have I, I I'm 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 tempted to bring this up now because I know we're talking just Chesney right now. I know the topic is just him. We are gonna move on quick, so Luca, go ahead. Let's 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 this is like a good transition here. We've talked like for almost for a year now, Al, whether it was last season and even this season, about individual mistakes in this team. Today we talked about it on the first goal, second goal, same thing. Yes, Chesney made a mistake, but this mistake was brought on by somebody else's mistake prior. So I think it's we're overlooking the fact that guys are making individual mistakes mm. before something like Chesney is. So yeah, okay, we can bash Chesney all we want, but you know, in the case of in this situation, this game, it was not it was a mistake leading up to his mistake. So mm, I don't agree about the first goal. Ches Chesney uh, made a situation out of nothing. Right, it was a, but, it was a crappy shot. But it was, it was a crappy really shot. The shot should never shot. have happened. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. One, one mistake was, you can deal it was with, no shot. it's when you get two or three in one play. That's what's going to kill you. And we've seen that too many times this year already. All right, next yeah, topic. Well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just you're right on the individual, um, the individual errors and whatnot. Um, but again, two wrongs don't make a right. At some point, Somebody needs to bail you out. And when the error that takes place is a basic one, that hurts. That hurts a, a lot because, again, Chesney, that first goal, that's real, real basic. Because if you're going to catch it, you catch it. And if you're not, you just punch it out to the side. I, I, again, it, it's, it's really, really hard to defend him on that. But the individual errors as a whole, this game, I wanted to talk about this because this game plan of this shutdown, defense first and whatnot. You could see, especially in the second half, it is not a sustainable way to play. It just, it isn't. We get gas. We end up the match with 33% possession. Napoli finishes with 25 attempts on target. Wasn't the Juve possession the same the first eight. half? Sorry. And this is extremely, extremely hard to try and put it all on the players for individual errors when you're playing a game that's not possession-based that looks exhausting. The amount of space they're covering and tracking and running and whatnot. And yeah, you know, you get Bernardeschi on the sideline there, these airs, but Bernardeschi, he was gassed. It was 57 mm -hmm. minutes. He was gassed. So it's either like you, uh, even Allegri, like make your changes or whatnot, but he was thin today on the lineup. That's why we needed more possession. In my personal opinion, these, I, I don't like this style or lack thereof. And when he spoke to it, Allegri after the match, how do you guys feel about him talking about we were lacking the 
you know, individuals and the dribbling and whatnot. I take this two different ways. He's either talking about, um, he's either talking about um, lack of characteristics in the middle of the park from certain guys, or he's talking about losing, missing out on some of these other guys that are going to be dribbling and taking those one v ones because there was that scenario quite often where our guys were just passing off, waiting for the other guy to make something happen, and. Again, overall, it's a lack of a system or stuff. But what do you guys think? Because so far, it's been the same, regardless of lineup. A very, very defensive first team. Allegri said the team made a big jump today. Do you guys see that? Like, where do you stand on that? Alex, did the team make a jump today? Mm, maybe. Maybe with uh, Locatelli, we looked forward a bit more. That was a positive for sure. And uh, Kulosevsky and Murata were making some runs. Maybe in that aspect. Otherwise, I'm not sure. Hmm. Okay. Guys, in your personal opinion, did the team make a jump at all? I, I'd say in the first half, they a yeah, little yeah. bit. I'll give you that. Yeah. After that. We, yeah. I agree. We didn't have a bad game. We have a bad second half. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and, and just to go on the, the, the fatigue, you could see it in Marata, Kulevzevsky, Bernardeschi. Like in the first yeah. half, he was beating those one-on-ones. But, yeah. you know, Be- then, yeah, it's tough. It's, Be- it's tough to see. Basically what Allegra was saying is, look, I'm missing my three most creative players, so chances would be hard to come by in Chiesa, Dybala, and Cuadrado. Mm-hmm. And what, that's funny because Chiellini said exactly the same thing in his post-match. Mm-hmm. So it's... It's probably exactly what they said to each other. Yeah. Yeah, because he said the same thing. And how do you guys take his comments? Was it a that was that was yeah. an guy under the bus there? <laughs> Just threw yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've never heard Kielini talk like that. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I in all yeah. these years, like that was. It was like, strange. I, it was bizarre to hear that out of Kielini. Like, I must admit, because yeah. to say that uh, you know it's different when you play with certain guys and Dishilo, even though he said, with all due respect, I mean, oh, that's that's a that's a yeah. tough one. That's a tough uh, one. It sounds it sounds to me better than what Dishilo really had to take from Kielini. I, I'm pretty sure he slapped him and then he like. <laughs> <can't>. <laughs> No, yeah, no, I have to admit he was He was yeah. Yeah, he was fine. He was okay. most, mo- anyway. Like most times he was fine. Yeah. 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 Not not bad, not good. But just right. Yeah, Kalini kind of surprised me with that. I I, I would expect him kind of to, to like deflect the but blame. I, but Dan, I think he meant like similar to what he said about the three guys missing. I think I think MDS just doesn't have that flair going forward, you know. He's not yeah. like going to take on any guys for a one-on-one. So I think that's what he's like referring to. True. Yeah. Yeah. Probably. And it, yeah, it's 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 interesting to hear Kellini finally talk like this. But I mean, honestly, I take this a couple different ways. Like, it might be good. It might be good that he's finally maybe talking this way. As as much as it might make him seem like a dickhead, you know, something like that. It might be good because. The players got to realize, like, hey, you know, like it's it, it just can't be this way. And if we are better with these other guys, like, pick it up. But to be fair, Deshilio shouldn't have been like the name used or whatever yeah. because he honestly, like, he did his job today. He did nothing more, nothing less. Mm-hmm. He did his job, and I was fine with it. The one, honestly, if we're gonna break down players, uh, we don't need to get into ratings, but we'll just talk a bit about the guys today and what we saw. I talked about it in the middle of the field, and it was like Locatelli. It was well, great to something we've been missing. A it lot was of. it was great to watch. But guys. you literally slapped a Ferrari decal on a Chevy Cavalier in that <laughs> midfield. But that's what it that's what it felt like because Rabio again, McKenny, McKenny. I need way more from McKenny in the first half, yeah. especially when Bernardeschi is doing well to put him in to areas and positions where he's running at the defenders, the decisions need to be quicker and they need to be better. Um, the hesitancy from all these players, Rabio and McKinney especially, is just, it's so frustrating to watch, right? Um, that, that part frustrated me. Everybody else, 
I was fine with. And honestly, the mistakes that came in the second half, I spoke to it. We played a game that is so draining, mm -hmm. physically draining. When guys get tired, you make mistakes. When you play a game against a tough opponent at 33% possession, you can expect mistakes to be made. We got punished, unfortunately. Um, it, it's tough, but these guys talking about a great game plan just needed to be clean uh, of errors, and we need to be mistake like error-free. Again, going back to the guys in the middle of the park, if you're going to play this type of game, we have to be much, much better and smarter in possession. And right now, we're just not there. It's, it's just, it's, it's not there. The decisions being made are not correct. And it's asking a lot to play that way. Um, when we're back at full strength, you can be a lot more devastating on counters. Mm -hmm. And I think our possession will increase, especially once you can add a guy like Arthur in the mix. And I think I still say 4 2 3 1 will be our way going forward and it should be yep. but again this today i expected it on the match day live i said expect a clunky clunky match from juventus defense first grind it out with a thin lineup allegri you can take that and bank everything you can bet everything in your bank on that one that that's how that was going to go unfortunately didn't work out allegri now all the discussions come up. Allegri and whatnot. Where do you guys stand? For me, it's still too soon to say anything in regards to Allegri. Um, I did criticize him in match day two because I thought there was way too much tinkering in the lineup. Today, it's pretty much handcuffed. So it's really hard. I would have liked them to play a different style today, like just in terms of possession and really still press a bit more not be so much set at the back but where do you guys stand on allegri is he free of criticism to start where do you guys stand lucci kick us off on allegri i wouldn't say he's free of criticism he's made a couple you know questionable decisions even today i know he had a very short bench but i i he he left his subs way too late he only made the pellegrini one because he was injured or had a cramp um you know like i said bernardeschi was was dead McKenny was dead. Kulzeski, Marata. I know you probably can't switch them all because you don't have, you know, the quantity on the bench. But you know, you got to make those subs earlier. Keen coming on in what the 80th minute, give or take, 75, 80th minute. What what do you really expect him to do? If you want him to get him in, involved and, and press, he's got to be in earlier. Especially when Kulzeski and Marata are not doing what they did in the first half. Um, Ramsey was. I don't can't really expect too much from Ramsey. He's you know, whatever. It's tough. I wouldn't say he's free of blame, but he definitely deserves he deserves a little bit. Yeah. Um, Alex, your thoughts on uh, Allegri so far? I mean, yeah, as you said, guys, this game, he was pretty much handcuffed. But I don't know. Maybe if he didn't put the lead in, instead, maybe... I mean, Berna ended up on the right wing anyways. Yeah. So just played with two CDs. But who do you put forward? Maybe well, Kim together with Murata and Kulu. Yeah. yeah. Not too many options. Keep it 4 3 3, but Pellegrini had the cramp, so Delic came in, yeah. switched to the three at the back. Yeah. It's, a, uh, it's a tough one. It, it's the tough one. Really on the left. On, uh, Max, yeah. really. When you think about it and you break it up down, right? Super thin lineup, yeah. right? But this, all this, uh, the Allegri outs already kicking up, and we're oh, getting yeah. into this all over again. Speeding up. This is one of my things with this team when i look at this start to the season and everything there's a lot of factors we have to think about the young players young players and the growing pains with a much younger set of players that we have the amount of turnover we've had the coaching carousel that we've got losing our identity since what 2015 16 arguably slowly ever since 16 17 i would say losing our identity more and more based on certain departures. All this adds up. We still haven't found a style that's suited to our players and that we need to mold to. And this, again, today, that's three matches where our lineup is not the lineup that we will see, I believe, in crucial times. 
think you got to factor all this in and take a look at all this perspective, right? Um, My nightmare is having Strasny on the bench. But, Omar, what do you think about that? My nightmare is having only Ramsey on the bench. It's like, it's a bad scenario. I'm sorry. Can't blame him too much. I can't say he's not at fault at all, but that's in hindsight. If you've kept that one nil lead and just finished the game like that, and he's done everything exactly the same, then we'll be praising him and saying the Shilio was fantastic and Rabio did his job. Uh, in the end, all three goals came from personal errors and yeah. not like bad team play. Uh, you were pretty solid defensively for most of the match. Like Osiman was marked out of the match almost entirely. That's why I'm I'm sort of positive. I can find a little bright some bright spots across the match that I can say, okay, that's good. There's an improvement here and there. Pellegrini's improvement and showing, you know, that we can look forward to seeing him play. So there are positives here. If you look deeper, it sucks. You know, Napoli were the favorites and they won. Uh, it's a home game against their own fans, and we have a lot of m- players just missing for ridiculous reasons. So it is what it is. Okay, it's a loss. The season is still long. There's still 105 points <laughs> to be uh, to be earned. So nothing is settled and nothing is done. And just wait on for the Champions League to give us some fresh air. Yeah. Well. Speaking of Champions League on Tuesday, Malmo, first group game. Um, how do we feel going into that? I'm very confident everyone is back. True. I think that's a must win. How do you must feel going win. into that game? Everybody's coming back? I mean, I'm confident. Um, but, you know, still, uh, still trying to recover from this game. So, uh it really like part of me wants to say it should be an easy win but then again like so should have been empoli or udinese you know those are easy wins in my opinion so it's 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 hard for me to say that nowadays because in the end these are still professional soccer players on the other side yeah. I, I mean maybe they're making less money it doesn't mean their will or their you know their drive is any you know lower than the ones on our side but I don't know. I, yeah, Al, I'm confident, but it's it's tough because, you know, we haven't been very convincing. Okay, sure, for first half today. But again, a game is two halves, guys. We could be convincing for 10, 20 minutes. doesn't matter. We need to win the game at the end. Yeah. How confident are we um, what we're seeing now as far as the team and that defense first is going to change? Or do we believe that Allegri is going to play this way moving forward? Try to be a counter-attacking team completely. What do you guys I, think? I'm, I'm going to go quickly on this one because I think I think today it was the wrong way to approach it, but it's all he could have done seeing the options he had. But I think in the last two matches we saw that it wasn't all you know defensively minded. There were points where you know he was trying to hold possession. Uh, so I think he adjusts depends, depending on our, on our rival and who we're playing that day. Hmm. Hmm. I, I'm hoping. I disagree a little bit. I think we might be able to handle possession a little better when we have a full squad, but I still think the defense first, you know, staying compact, absorbing pressure will still be the same. And then, yes, we'll have a bit more possession, maybe not as much counterattack based, but with the likes of Kesa and Dybala, you, you know, can maybe, you know, hold your possession a little better, so on and so forth. But I think, you know, Obviously, the defense first and, and you know, absorbing is, is always going to be how Allegri likes to play. Or that's, you know, his style or lack of style or whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Omar and Alex, what do you guys think? Are we locked into this defense first with uh, Allegri? Uh, no, I don't think so. Allegri used to change his uh, tactics uh, depending on who we're playing against, which I'm not all for. I'm uh, more a believer of teams with uh, with a system that should be better than others. And if it doesn't work during the game, then you change up and not before the game. Like if you look at the teams that dominated in the past decade, and they knew they knew who is starting where and what is their uh, lineup and what is their formation. The Real Madrid with the 4-3-3, Barca with the 4-3-3, Bayern, whoever you want. 
and they brought the game to you and you had to deal they dictated how the game is going to go and that's what we should be aiming for but it's hard with all these young players so allegri is going to change up a lot until he finds you know the best formation he can just guess it you have to see it at work and there are growing pains there will always be and we just have to sustain that a bit i'm sure it will be better in the future yeah alex what do you think locked into that Mm, probably not. I think we'll see or begin begin to see the true Juve after Arthur comes back, in my opinion. And uh, yeah, I think Allegri is going to play the beautiful football we're all looking for all these years. Now that he has the players like Chiesa, maybe Dybala if he stays key. Yeah, I don't... My frustration is that... Um from year to year now and this is even dates back to the end of allegri's time the first go around lacking that system and style first like first off and then taking the benefit of the individuals as an added luxury whereas now we are kind of waiting we're just like hoping for these individuals to make these runs these 1v1s and and we're so dependent on it that we just don't have the the foundation built you know and this dates back again to you can go back to 2017 18 uh when our system after the 2016 17 system uh, season it seemed to slowly start to just turn into this oh man we're starting to rely on the individuals a lot our team game is falling apart and when i look at the first couple matches here the part that frustrates me the most, like results, I can deal with the results. It, it is what it is. I can't deal with us not being good enough, no matter who we're fielding, to control games a little bit better. Empoli losing 1-0 on a somewhat lucky goal, okay, fine. But we only had 55% possession, and honestly, Empoli was coming at us for a lot of that match. We are a better side than Empoli and shouldn't have surrendered so much. This is why I'm nervous about this Allegri thing moving forward. Uh, Udinese, again, no disrespect to them, but yeah, the two goals, awful, awful from Chesney. But again, they're getting these opportunities and had so much like we just surrendered so much. And I don't like this sitting back. And the one thing I commended last season, the one thing I did commend him for was that we were going at teams and we were at least possessing the ball. We had, you had something you were trying to work off of. I need to see that from Allegri because right now it's pretty much let the other teams do as they wish. And we're going to try to hit them on counters. Like that's great when you need it, but I don't think it's a foundation. Like I think it's, I think it's something that you throw into the mix. Like, hey, now they're coming at us. We have to know that we can bend and not break. But I don't think the bend, not break is like the first game plan we should be going into every match with. And with Napoli, okay, again, I'll surrender that a bit because you know they're going to have their play and whatnot. But 33% possession, even with this lineup today, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I don't know if I, I'm liking that, right? I just, again, I want more in terms of the overall play in the possession. Malmo. Malmo on Tuesday. I would put them in that mix. I, I expect Juventus to control this game. And they better. They better control this game. Malmo started off with two wins, uh, two losses, and a draw. Juventus and Malmo have only played twice. In Champions League, uh, I think it was the 2014-13-14 season. Juventus won both matches 2-0. Um, that's the only time uh, we played them. They're pretty small side. But again, how this will tell us a lot, I think, in this match with all these guys coming back and what Yui is going to do moving forward. But again, where do you guys feel on what I think about the actual system, the foundation, our building blocks? Like Allegri's starting from scratch, is he not? Yeah, definitely. We we have a lot of exciting players we would like to see play, 
Oh, from Chiesa to Keane to uh, Kulusevsky to Dybala to Locatelli to the league, we have good foundations. There's a lot to work with and it will take maybe a lot of time. Maybe we'll see it soon enough. But the foundations are there. They are not bad foundations. You just need to, you know, make it work a bit better. Yeah. I think, there again, there's so much that we're taking in. Young guys, all this thrown into the mix. Realistically, this team, we're sitting very, very low. It's three games. Though. So I saw some guys jumping on me on Twitter and whatnot and, like, pump the brakes. For one, a Man United fan. It's like, number one, you get lost. I blocked one out of the chat already today. Um, sorry, uh, Anthony, too, because I accidentally blocked you when I was trying to block him. So I kicked Anthony, uh, a team member, accidentally out of the chat room. So that's why Anthony accidentally. My apologies, my man. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, it was weird. I was trying to get Eric, but I got Anthony. Uh, <laughs> no. It's, it's tough, right? So they're coming at us. At the end of the day, we're three games in. Okay, two losses, uh, the draw there. Again, a lot of errors. And Luca hit the nail on the head earlier. We saw a lot of errors with this team last season. Um, what do you guys feel is what's it going to take for this turnaround? When will we see this turnaround? Do you expect it this season? Or are we in for maybe uh outside of champions league finish this season what do you guys think realistically i think it'll get better um you know the the longer we you know we get everyone the sooner or i should say we get everyone back the more fluidity we have in you know the starting lineup you know once he allegri has everyone at his disposable when he finally does i think that's when we're going to see what this team is really capable of um but with that said i still don't think um we will see we'll be at our best this season we'll probably won't see it until next season you know with a couple more hopefully a couple more additions you know that might change if we don't make champions league or europa league or whatever but yes it's three games in but uh you know it's still concerning that um you know you got one point in those three where you should have had at least at least five maybe yeah. you know four minimum um yeah yeah it's uh it's an uphill battle, but I, hopefully Allegri can get the boys back in it. Yeah. Alex, where did you think Juve was going to finish before the season started? Has your opinion changed now? No, I think we're going to win it. We're going to take it? Yeah. Yep, yep, sure. Uh, every other club has problems. I think we're in a good spot when everyone's back and healthy. It should, it should be easy, in my opinion, of course. Wow, wow, I yep. love it. I love Confident, it, Omar. Completely. Yeah, I, I, no, my expectations haven't changed. There's still a lot that needs to happen. And, you know, there's the African Cup. So, like, our, it affects other teams more than us. Napoli are going to lose Osimhen and Koulibaly for a month. And Milan are going to lose Frank Hesse. There, there are a lot of things that need to happen. And, you know, make... That's how a start of the season looks like. If you win your first place, if you lose your last place, you shouldn't take it for, you know, project on the rest of the season. Something good will happen. Just wait. Be patient. Yeah. Luca. Yeah. Uh, I, know, I mean, before, what are you thinking now? Has it changed? Yeah. I mean, I was super confident going in, like, very confident, uh, almost Allegri? almost as confident as Anthony was with his predictions. Why? Uh, Allegri? Yeah, more Allegri than anything else because I feel like he was going to bring back that mentality. But seeing it now, we're still seeing that the same mistakes are being made. So maybe he still needs a little bit more time, as Daniel said. Maybe we'll see our, our true selves next year. Yeah. Um, but I thought at least, you know, just the training, the way he is, he'd slap the guys around a bit. But, you know, there's we're still seeing the same individual, you know, uh, mistakes we saw last year in the Pirlo, so it start it starts to make me think: is was it was it you know a coaching issue or is it just you know a, a player issue uh, or an environment issue? So, I mean, I'm I'm not not confident anymore, but it's not at all the same level it was when we started off. Yeah, that's sure. kind of changed a bit. Alex, you were gonna say something before we went to Luca? Yeah, honestly, popped off on my mind. I don't remember. I heard something, but forgot. 
Sorry. All right, no worries, no worries. Okay, listen. So, guys, yeah, it's it's obviously it's tough right now. It's tough for loss. You see a lot of the reactions out on uh, Twitter and social media and whatnot. And honestly, um, again, I think there's just so much we have to take into consideration. Allegri not being the right guy to build a team up is the latest I've seen. I know we kind of spoke to Allegri a bit. The criticism thrown at him right now, the latest on social media, is that he's taken over teams when they were strong. Milan and Juventus taking over both when they were league leaders. And basically criticizing him if calling him out on maybe not being the right guy for a build. I want to touch on that before we kind of shut things down here. Um, what do you guys think? Lucci. I'm not so sure about that. I don't really know like who would who would have been a better option. I, I saw Gasparini in there. Yes, but what does Gasparini want? You know, Antonio Conte definitely wouldn't have been a better option. Um, with the way he is with, you know, obviously the owner, the 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 management and the and some of his players. I have no issues with Allegri. I just hope he can get, you know, the best out of the players. I know we we spoke to this earlier or later in last season, earlier in this season, that, um, you know, Pirlo may have not been able, had the experience to get the best out of his players, you know, as obviously we're not the, you know, we're, we're not a team that we once were. But maybe Allegri with his experience, with, you know, being able to talk to certain players certain ways, he might be able to get a little more out of the, the quality out of, um, you know, the players we have now. I wouldn't say, you know, he's not the right decision. I, I don't really agree with that. Yeah. Yeah. I think, honestly, I said this because I defended Pirlo. I died on this hill last year. I died on this hill. Some of our players are not to the level mm-hmm. of Juventus. Yep. I do not mm-hmm. care. I do not care about where our wage is, how much our team is worth or whatnot, because we've been saying for a long time, Juventus has been suspect on contracts and all this and salaries and whatnot. Again, we have three matches in. I know that we're sitting, what, 14th or something on one point. It's three matches in. We have yet to see the team that we are going to see consistently and in the crucial matches and whatnot. And I'm telling you, it's going to be different. It's going to be much, much different. So all the Juventini that are kind of mm-hmm. like in a row right now, it's frustrating. It sucks losing and whatnot. Never, ever take anything for granted. That's why the Scudetti, you never, ever take it for granted. Okay. You win any and every trophy you can when you can. And you love every single one of them. And you never say that you'll trade one for another. Never ever say you'll trade a Scudetto or whatever for a Champions League. Like win anything and everything you can, and enjoy it. Enjoy every single trophy. Um, but again, I'm telling you, some of these players are not up to it, and you see that come through. It's a different game when we have the guys that have the confidence to go at guys one v one or whatnot. Start taking the game. This one could have been much much different. Again, look no further than what Kulishevsky and Morata had to do by themselves. By themselves. It's, it's a different game when we can control possession. And what hurt us in possession, some of the same characters, you know, um, especially in the middle, especially in the middle. Just lack of decisions, lack of knowing what to do. And part of the system thing goes into that. But chemistry and again, these guys' individual performances, it all has to start from somewhere. We have yet to establish the base. And then from there, the players find out their roles. They know what they're going to do, what they're expected to do. And then they start to learn how to play with one another in a set system. We've changed each game so far. And this particular last one was one of the lightest lineups we've had, um, really. And honestly... Um, we almost still got a point out of it, which honestly I would have been happy with almost when I almost. see the lineup. I wasn't expecting us to come out gun blazing and win this game by any means. So the fact it went sideways, it sucks. But those losses that we had in there with players make a big, dis- big, big difference. Chiesa, 
this game's different. Dybala, this game's different. Quadrado, this game's different. Those Danilo. are those are big, big. Yeah, Danilo, like it's big. It's big. And this is not taking anything away from the guys that were in there today. Pellegrini did good. Dechilio did his job, nothing more, whatever. But again, it's it's different. And Chiellini saying that. He's not wrong. Maybe mm-hmm. we don't. Maybe some of us Juventini out there don't want our captain to say that. And I saw the comment earlier saying that's bad for morale. But he's not wrong. He's not wrong. He's is not it wrong. is is it bad for morale though? Is it maybe it's a kick in the the pants to get yeah. the boys going? You know. You yeah, I, that's what ways. I think. You guys think MDS is going to wake up and turn into full out like no, Marcelo no. now just because he got insulted by Chiellini? <laughs> not him specifically, but I mean that overall play of the team like Rabiot and McKinney like he's you know they see Kalini calling out his players you know what maybe they're next if they don't step up I'm I'm, yeah. I'm saying the team overall not yeah. just you know MDS specifically you know because and good for him going in there yeah Del Juve Piero here saying I really think it was a mistranslation it I mean he did say DeShilio's name which I again if you're gonna say something like that that's fine I maybe that's my only criticism, not specifically using any of the players' names and just saying it's different with the Balak, you know, in there and Quadrado and whatnot. It's it's a different game. We had to play a different game. That one thing you can maybe see, but I agree it could be a kick in the pants too, like Lucci was saying. Nonetheless, I'm not terribly concerned overall. We're gonna ride this thing out. I think again, once we get locked in on our actual system, all that, and where guys are going to play and getting them in consistently, it's going to be better. Um, and I look forward to Locatelli. Locatelli being a staple and a lock in that midfield. I saw so much today already. Incredible. And not only offensively, defensively as well. Defensively. Yep. It has to be said. Yep. Block shots, fighting. It was, minutes, it think he had good. several uh, blocks. Can, can we not say Rovella would also not help this midfield? Do we... Do we do we really not think he would help? Come on. Yes, he would. He would help. But... I was making shouts to keep him around at the start of the well, game. Yeah, I know Alex wanted Pajoli. Lovella might be a little more ready than Fajoli is. Yeah. Just both defense, you know, but, at both ends of the pitch. I, I like what I see out of Fajoli, but again, I just the only reason I was leaning Rovella was because he had a season at Genoa and yeah, yeah, yeah I we need to see saw. more of I would like what I saw. So that was never a knock on Fajoli. No. So let because I wanted to bring this up earlier, you know, like Max said today post match that all he had on the bench was Delict, Ramsey, Keane, and a couple of youngsters. Mm-hmm. Right? He wasn't wrong, but should he play the young guys? What I mean, I get it. You want to like you got Delict there. You, okay, let me put a let's go back three. But why don't you save Delict, keep him on the bench, you know, and put on one of you know either uh, I don't know if it's you pronounce it Sule or Sule, Sule. Yeah. but like the guy was bright in preseason. I mean, in the friendlies, That's why can't we just you know twenty minutes give him a run? Yeah. I don't know, I don't, and I don't. That, that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't think I'm nothing against Rebella. He's a great player. Same thing with uh, Fajoli, but Max just doesn't give these young guys chances. We've seen it countless times. He very much avoids it. Yeah, but I don't think in this one today that's the changing. Like, that's the turning point by any means or anything. Yeah. I honestly, I mean, the changes he made, I was fine with. I think if anything, they were just late. Yeah, no, that's not what I'm. That's not what I'm trying to say. I'm just yeah. saying it. You but see where it's given the young guys' chances. Like even in this one, I mean, I, I, I don't know. I just, I never throughout this match did I say we need Sule in there. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> I'm saying, I'm saying if he's not going to take that chance now, I don't think he would do it with Ravella or with Fajoli. I feel like I, he would only do that time. But again, time though, I, I don't. I don't think that's fair to Rovella because I think Rovella's on a different scale having played a yes. season. For sure, which is why I was surprised by that as and well. And I really yeah. think he could have offered us more than what McKinney offered us today. I agree with that. Probably, actually. Yeah. McK- McKinney, yeah. McKinney was a sore one for me today. He was, mm-hmm. he was and Rabiot. Rab- Rabiot, too, was not great. I agree. Um, either <clears throat> one of them, really, but I, I saw McKinney. Just, Both of them. 
although Rabiot was was kind of a little all over the place, McKenney was just loose passes, giving yeah, he was. over cheaply. Like at least Rovella, you, I from what I've seen, and I've watched him quite a bit because you know he's really impressed me. He he can hold the possession. He would him and Locatelli in a two, or you know with you know Rabiot, whoever else, a little more roaming. Would I think would help you solidify more than thirty three percent possession? Yeah, but you know, obviously we're we're talking complete hypotheticals. But anyway, yeah. all in all, it is what it is. I mean, guys, here we are. Uh, we did uh, the Lord's work today, uh, tackling this one. Uh, tough one, frustrating one, frustrating start. We've been through some bad starts. Uh, this one's very reminiscent of the one we had uh, under Allegri. What was it? Twenty fifteen. 2015? Yeah, this is the same thing as 2015. So, yeah, we've been here. Um, again, we all seem to feel the same way once we get the guys, uh, the regulars around, and consistently we'll see a different Juventus. Uh, and we, uh, for God's sakes, I hope so. But uh, if not, it is what it is. Uh, how committed are we to this rebuild? This is the where we're going to lay off because I just want to touch on this. Does it matter where we finish for Allegri as coach as he's on for a four-year contract? This is my last question to all of you, and we're going to start off with Alex. Does it matter where we finish on moving forward with Allegri on a rebuild? Probably not because of the long contract. That probably indicates that he's here to stay anyway, and I suppose the rebuild is going to continue regardless. How do you feel about that personally? Do you think it should be locked in just based on the contract or would you change it, say we fall out of European competitions? No, I wouldn't change it. Uh, it was a long time coming. It it needs to happen sometime. Hmm. All right. So we wouldn't change it regardless of no. where Alex's state. Uh, Omar, Allegri yeah. locked in no matter what? Unless he gets relegated. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Maybe, yeah, maybe. That, that, that's maybe. where I drew, that's where yeah. I draw the line, like relegation. Yeah. No, I think everything above top ten, you know, ten and above should be enough to let him continue his project. And I don't believe we're it, gonna drop that. Yeah, I don't think regardless. we're going to get. I don't think we're going to get there. I think we're going to Will look back happen? at the start of the season and laugh. Um, but we should give. Okay, let's bring in another coach who. Who is on the market that's available and we can start this project again for the fourth time is that really what we want yeah, what yeah, anyone wants exactly. i yeah. know i just had enough let him work okay so we'll have a bad season fine we had bad seasons before it makes the winning when that when it does happen all the more sweet yeah and i agree, I agree. luca allegri locked in no matter what relegation we're not going to talk about relegation. no 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 like i think i think omar is like well there if if we get relegated that's the only extreme but i think being juventus either way we have to strive to win no matter what so i don't think we'd be i would personally i would be very upset with like nothing like outside of the, anything if it's outside of top four i'm i'm upset simple as that yeah. does it change if he's staying or not i don't think so personally because like we said it's a long-term contract and we devoted ourselves to it, but I still think we sh we should not be happy with anything but first. Sorry. Yeah, Lucci. Um, yeah, I'm actually gonna agree with Luca on this one. Uh, I think he stays regardless. I think he knew what he was getting himself into. I'm sure they had these conversations before he signed, and he was aware. Um, you know, he's gonna get a lot of youngsters and try to you know build a foundation for years to come. And, and then again, I don't think I don't see Juve firing him because you know how many coaches that we fired and been paying for you know the past couple of years so i think yeah. he's going to be around for the next few years no doubt yeah and either saying no judging allegri should be after season two so that's saying should at least expect a top four and champions league knockouts uh finish and uh enlightened buzz top four and round 16 is yeah. minimum yeah um, i don't know if that means minimum and then moving on from him but i agree with uh you guys you know you have to you have to set foundation we got to set the foundation on the pitch that's not even happening because we're changing coaches year after year after year starts there again we've got changes in upper management let's just 
let's stick with something and give it time and just be patient. It's hard. It's really, really hard to be patient after a decade of absolute dominance, but we have to, it's just, it's reality. And we look at all these other teams and the struggles they've gone through and whatnot. It's what we did was incredible. You won't see that. We probably won't see it again in our lifetimes. And if we do, it'll be wild, but that should not be like the expectation. Like, and the bar is like, no, you win like the double every single, no, it's objectives and we strive for them. But realistically, what we just accomplished is absolutely insane. Um, And when you hear this talk and this frustration, ready to just push everybody out the door, the second something doesn't go right is not realistic. Um, So again, I'm locked in, even though I wanted uh, Allegri at the end of his time, I agreed with it, whatnot. Coming back now, again, I agree with Lucci in terms of the options, the options that were out there and what you do. I had faith in Allegri and I still have faith in Allegri. It's not time yet, Juventini. Relax, relax, calma. Guys, before we sign off, Malmo, win? Everybody calling a win? Oh, yeah. yeah. Milan, victory? No. Win as well. <laughs> win as well. So he's going with two two wins. Lucci, Malmo? I think, I think the, Milan. the Malmo win is a must, and that will hopefully give him some confidence to play well against Milan. That's There you go. Omar? Are we winning against Milan? No. I'm sorry. I, I don't think so. I don't think so. I'm sorry. I, You know what? I'll say yes. My, my point of being here in this podcast is making people come out with optimism after they listen to us and giving them reasons to be hopeful because everything else points to, like they say, doomsday. Doomsday, Juventini. And we're not like that. We believe in our team. And you know what? You will win against Milan or at least lose dignified <laughs> in a dignified manner. Luca, we win in against Milan? I say draw against Milan. Oh, there you go. Come on, guys. Look, it's got to turn around some point. Yeah. We're getting the regulars back. Malmo's a win. Milan's a win. I'm with Alex, and I'm going to die on that hill, and everybody can come at me if we lose against Milan. I don't care. I'm gonna have the belief. We're gonna get it. We're gonna get it done. Okay, it's gonna turn around. It's gonna turn around here. Everybody who joined us live, thank you very, very much. If you're listening to the audio on this, make sure you get over to the YouTube channel and subscribe to the channel because you can take part like everybody, all the great guests that did today and get your questions in. I'll try my best not to kick you out like I did Anthony. Um, but uh, yeah, make sure you get over to the YouTube channel. Thanks again to the incredible team members and huge, huge thank you to Alex joining us today. Wish it was under better circumstances. We will have to aim for a victory next time. Everybody remain calm. It's three games in. I had a comment come in from someone on Twitter that was already razzing me about where we are in the standings. And all I said was three matches in. Pump the brakes. And I hope for that fellow's lady He's not premature on everything, all right? So relax, okay? Relax. Forza Juve, Vino Alla Vina, we're going to be okay. Vino Alla Vina.